What is up everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Incongruent Thoughts podcast where we strive to understand diametrically opposed views and ideas hoping to reconcile them for the benefit of anyone with ears to hear. Today's conversation was recorded back in September 2020 but still rings true almost half a year later. We chat today with Hari Santosh, an IoT architect based out of Mannheim, Germany. Hari and I were once teammates at work and now is one of my closest friends and is a mentor to me in all things related to software engineering. Today we talk about offices, co-working spaces, cafes, networking events, work-life balance, ergonomics and so much more. So stick around. Good evening Mr. Hari Santosh. Welcome back to the podcast. It's great having you. How was your day so far? Hey Kaushik. Once again it's good to be back. My day was very good so far. Looking forward to the conversation today. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Anytime. So today we are talking about uh, work locations. So there are a lot of ways in which you can work. It's no longer the traditional way of going into an industry or a factory working for a set amount of time and then coming back. uh there are a lot of options these days so we want to just discuss a few of them and, and see what are the benefits and uh, some of the demerits so i have a, a few things listed out so maybe i'll just walk through some of them or maybe before that you can talk about like how we have evolved and come to this place where technology has enabled a lot of these things mm-hmm. absolutely so this is like more of a natural progression i would say initially we were just working on restricted with our office cubicles but slowly and steadily after 2010 there begins a shift in momentum so people started embracing working remotely more and more partly mainly because they decided to work on their own schedule and also everybody has their peak operating times for example some people may work efficiently at early mornings that is like around 4 to 6 and some people may do their optimal work in night 10 to 12 it's actually a person by person basis right there used to be studies regarding what's the ideal time for studying so there are of course night wolves and then early wakers so they used to class occasionally but nevertheless it's not a concrete evidence that working at this particular time is always the best so people wanted their convenience at the end of the day convenience leads to this selection and choice and that ultimately leads to all these modern ways of working what's your what's your take on this concept yeah i've i've also thought in a similar way but i i've not thought too much about uh, how it has come to being but i've just grown to appreciate that we have so many options now that's my take so let's go ahead and list down uh, some of them and maybe you can add or if if you think there are more nuances we can discuss that too so one is the big ones the the big cats the large office campuses so these are the multi acre uh, they're sort of like uh, college campuses the private campuses and they are really beautiful with lot of greenery lot of high rise buildings superb infrastructure so many facilities and things like that and then we have uh, single building offices so maybe multiple floors and they do have a lot of independent facilities but might be in a little more smaller scale and then we have uh, offices which just take up one floor or one big huge room and smaller in size and later 
now there's an increasing trend of co-working spaces these are not uh, big spaces that you lease out for many years like the other offices but you have multiple people from multiple companies share this space and they can leverage the benefit of having a bigger space with maybe lesser rent and things like that and then there are uh, cafes which are not uh, technically workplace per se but then they are utilized as workspaces by many people these days and then there is the classic work from home which is the situation most of us are in which is just in, in your bedroom if you have a monitor that's good if not just a laptop on your bed so this is where we are right now any other uh, options that you've seen you have you have pretty much listed out almost every nook and corner kaushik you started with a very big corporations so in in corporate world we used to call this global real estate corporations used to possess huge huge amount of real estate so they they tend to build it parks or generally in india they used to rent out a very big uh, it companies premises and they set up special economic zones so these particular it parks are actually a wonder by itself so initially if you are a fresher and you are coming to the it park you will be enthralled by the entire picture all of a sudden so you begin to see wow so the lifts are very huge you, you begin to see your entire take you will be awestruck for a while but at, at the end of the day i would say that the the particular lust will be lasting only for some time once you begin to enter into that zone and once you slowly started to get accommodated with your day to day activities it also becomes a place where you crunch a lot of your time and you will feel as if you have to go out to get a sense of breath i mean you have to get a breather a small breather so large office campuses generally tend to be a place where individuals can you know experience a surge in their working potential for some particular amount in time and they also tend to feel little bit more restricted at the same time so it's a it's a very unique position we are which we are currently in after corona right now we have completely moved away from the campus so before getting into that i wanted to hear your thoughts on how you feel man now you are are you sort of missing the large office campus because it's been closed to like 7 months if you are working in this setup what are your thoughts that's that true um for me personally i have been enjoying it and i think it ties in with the the people at work and maybe even what facility specifically were there in my uh in my in my office space for me right now the flexibility of the work timing and also not having prying shoulders to to breathe down my neck i think that is one of the big benefits i'm enjoying right now so at this at this point of time i really enjoy remote working but i know what are the benefits of the other sides too so let's let's start maybe tackling them from the top to bottom by top i mean uh, bigger money so the big large office spaces i think there are incentives for companies to set up these big spaces maybe even government incentivizes them and you know they want scs right special economic zone so that's what they they want to make more job opportunities and things like that so there's a big push for that and so we have these large office spaces lot of facilities and you get a lot of benefits so especially if you are coming away from uh, from your hometown or you're coming from a place where you don't have a lot of features or near your home you don't have a lot of amenities these offices they provide a lot of value for almost no cost to you so um i i've noticed this trend and uh maybe you can also pitch in but i think it's to keep us there so 
one of the things is like you have gyms and you have swimming pools you have badminton courts you have so many facilities and it makes you think like why why is this the company investing so much money in this are they like so they want us to be really happy is that the main reason uh, are they such nice guys that they want us to really enjoy our whole time at work or is are there other motives like you know if you give all of these facilities in the office itself they, you can be assured that your employee is not going to go home or spend much time at home give him everything from dormitories to uh, everything that you need so any any thoughts on that great question koshik to just unpack it i just wanted to rewind a little bit so the special economic zones it's a tricky concept right especially when we think that how governmental organizations are actively prying on wanted companies to come to their cities so they sort of incentivizes they sort of tie up with um, real estate developers and they offer this offerings to companies come and set up their offices in their particular city or district so once they do that right the companies they wanted to really make the most of it so they wanted to be known for their offices this is almost like a prestige competition you know you have you would have taken a look at the apple campus which is there in cupertino california and then you have you of course would have seen google's campus they are all competing with each other and they wanted to have the best cool office space there is this prestigious so called title going on in corporate world who has the most coolest office so this these are all like some subliminal factors which make the top developers to choose for the organization they want to work on so these are all some trying means which they wanted to do to catch the top tech talent available in the market so this is what my perspective about that and i think it's pretty working pretty well you know when we talk with a lot of developers generally they weigh in the particular real estate and the facilities which are there to make the decision for example zoho provides free food it's almost like employees shouldn't worry about their food when they are coming to work so they incentivize that they get they they tie up with a very good restaurant called annapurna and they bring in full lunch complete for free the employees can rest assured enjoy a very happy meal and get back to work similarly freshworks and all other innovative startups they tend to have a working space which is extremely catchy and which is extremely appealing of course not just by having this bean bag sort of setup but they also tend to have good furniture and other ambiance which their employees are spare for all these are some some setups and all these props are actually being used to you know increase their employee morale to contribute and productive i mean be more productive for their own companies there's a selfish motive behind that as well but this is my take about the large office campus yeah that that's right i th- i think there are both sides so even if maybe there are some selfish motives i think employees get a lot of benefit from working in these spaces so might as well use them so next uh, trickling down so maybe smaller of campuses or maybe single building or two three buildings together they have some shared facilities and it sort of ties in with the same same kind of environment so it's just a matter of uh, the size of your working space coming closer and closer instead of many buildings you have uh, many floors in an in a building or then later you have maybe a single floor with many rooms and many breakout areas or or you finally have just one big room office i think all of these come into the same category i think large campuses and single office buildings and single floor offices but now let's go into co-working spaces so i think people might not be very familiar with this concept 
because traditionally we have one company buys one place or leases out one place and works out there so maybe you can talk a little bit about this perfect i think it's a good segue for us to move into co-working space when we talk about co-working space the best example i can think about is we work we work was a overvalued startup ever i would say they were valued like close to 46 billion at one particular point in time all they did was nothing but they they are actually a real estate company who are powered by tech that's all they are so they basically all they did was they they went to merchants they went to real estate providers they told them that hey we want your building for 5 years they took the lease for 5 years and then they fixed it at one particular price that is lesser than the original price so initially they tend to catch in users and then slowly after 2 3 years they will increase the price so this was their business model and they cleverly sugar coated it in such a way that they tend to be seen as a, <laughs> a tech company like google and uber but uh, enough talking about that but the main shift in co-working space is primarily developers they tend to be in a more creative environment they wanted to work in a startup setting so lot of large corporations even though they can afford to make all the changes it costs a significant huge amount of investment if the organization feels as if it's going to be a very big expenditure for us to upgrade our existing infra or our real estate they can quickly move a small segment of their employees to a co-working location they can tell them hey take two months of time work from a co-location space of your choice and we will pay for your rent in india you can get a very good co-working space from we work for just 600 rupees per day so it's almost like if you have a special meeting and if you want to meet a very good client of yours you can just book for 2 3 days get the meeting done and then you can casually work from the comfort of your home as well this will be helpful for freelancers a lot right so they don't want to invest a lot in their real estate or they don't want to have an actual physical office per se also in co-working space you tend to meet a huge developer community so if you go there you will meet different set of people share beer with them just toast ideas and then exchange conversations build meaningful connections so people generally used to network a lot in co-working space so if a startup founder is going to a networking event he will make sure that he visits a co-working space first to get in touch and just get his vibes out and then slowly build the connections there I think co-working space definitely is here to stay and it will be a trend which we will continue to see going forward in the next 10 to 15 years as well. This is my take on co-working space. What are your thoughts about? Yeah, perfect. I I think another other thing that you have uh, touched upon is the ambience. When you're surrounded by highly motivated people, I think that motivates you too. And especially if you're like you're globally spread out so you can't be working together. I think if you're still are physically around other people who are maybe developers or who are doing these things you get to connect network but at the same time everyone around you is working so you are also motivated to okay I'm I'm here to work and so you I get to working I think another reason which we will touch upon little more is that you have a separation of your work and your home time so that physically it's drawn out when you have a co-working space anyway so the next one is cafes and i think it's little bit similar to co-working spaces but maybe more one off and uh, for small kind of work you can't really have a office meeting and hijack a cafe coffee day but uh, yeah but i've seen lot of people working especially uh, 
people may be freelance working and they just want to separate from their home and want to come to a study space or things like that and maybe not just cafes even study rooms and libraries reading rooms i think those are good places to start off for and they're free compared to the other places absolutely so i think kaushik uh, cafes are a most underrated thing to expand upon a little bit right we have a very big chain called starbucks starbucks was getting famous not because of the coffee which they serve right? you can go there and you can sit there and you can work as much as you want nobody will come and tell you hey you've been sitting for a long time that's the door please take a walk no so starbucks they they become an international sensation primarily because you can go there and you can work as well as like you can do your regular meetings as well starbucks tend to do that so anytime you walk into starbucks make sure that you at least order one coffee at the <laughs> yeah. aside from that i would say cafes they, they are a very good way to network with people as well just like that you can go to a place you can make your audience comfortable you can have a cup of coffee and discuss business a lot of people if they wanted to take their business to a next level if they wanted to have a direct face to face conversation with one of their clients they tend to have cafes as a hot spot it will be like a central point where people come and just exchange ideas i think there is another small startup in chennai so it's i i forgot the name of the startup maybe we include it in show notes later on but they are actually doing a wonderful job hiring and renting out co-working spaces especially in cafes i like the business model primarily because the rent is very very less so just like for 4 hours you have to just pay close to 100 rupees oh, wow. just see the amount of value which you get in return primarily you don't have to order a coffee there by the way so you can just go there have a very good space to work work comfortably and then you can move out after the space so this is particularly hyper localization of co-working space why should you actually work only in a particular standard real estate property you can make use of any good ambience at the end of the day we are looking for a good ambience and a good place to concentrate and work so why not it can be cafes why not it can be some other open places So this is what the startup was actually trying to solve so I was extremely impressed by them. These are my thoughts regarding the other places like cafes which can even be used for doing some productive work and acting as a co-working space. Perfect. So the next one is our work from home. So primarily it is our bedrooms for most of us. I think the benefit that is jumping out of the page is that you it's your own flexible hours and you don't have anyone looking at you you don't have to worry about what dress you are wearing you can be wearing your comfortable uh, pajamas and working you can just jump into work immediately after you wake up and uh, you, there's a lot of anxiety and worry involved with going and socializing that is removed from the equation the only uh, whatever you need to do in terms of getting your doubts clarified either on a call or over chat all of that happens but with any of the other deterrents probably so so that's how working from home is in terms of benefits but i think in terms of uh, negatives it's the uh, the blurring line between your office time and your home time or personal time and unless you're working for something that you're extremely passionate about and you're really invested in i think it really hurts people or it slowly sucks the light life out of them especially i think because increasingly we are living in a culture where people are not able to compartmentalize their life where you know this time is for work and this time i'll be focused on this and i will solve your questions and queries 
and the rest of the time in the night or the rest of the time in the weekend is for me and i will not be entertaining any business uh work things like that i i mean i understand where if you're running your own company it might be a little different but but i think this is some sort of professional etiquette that is not very common in the circles that i have been around so what do you think are the benefits or negatives cons for working from home i think you read it out perfectly well kaushik working from home gives you the freedom to do your most productive work at any point in time but at the same time like we discussed in the other podcast earlier it may also be a devil in disguise you may have unexpected calls and unexpected problems coming and jumping at you at any point in time you have to be prepared for that there was a recent survey which was released maybe in times of india or something where people noted that employee productivity or employee turnout was actually getting increased during this lockdown so people tend to overwork and they also trying to switch companies even in the covid crisis primarily they said that when i was in office this was not a case but right now i'm overworking or overstitching so i have to somehow move so this is a very crazy start you know we all thought that working from home actually will be a boon but who knows only when things turn out the other side will get revealed i slowly begin to believe that companies will generally prefer working from home in their standpoint i think it's advantages for them because they begin to think in this direction employees are not traveling so the travel time is getting cut down if they are not traveling they are actually asking them to work in that time as well so it's almost like more time for them to squeeze in even though there may be some small sort of breaks which an employee might take in between at the end of the day it's benefiting them that's why companies like twitter they are coming out publicly and telling you can work from home throughout we don't care if you even return to office google has made a statement that till 2021 nobody needs to come back so things like that are slowly slowly slipping up so the tech industry is getting completely disrupted as we speak there is a growing debate right now going on and multiple people are coming with strong opinions about this topic i wanted to take it like a little little step back kaushik and i wanted to say that what are your thoughts like when people are working remotely right what what organization thinks it's one thing but there are few organizations who are not so tech elites but they tend to doubt their employees right? so they begin to think is he actually working on this many hours sometime because when we fill in the time sheets they begin to wonder is he really put in 9 hours of work so now they are actually discussing about to build in a sort of like a time keeping time keeping software or something like that yes to that ensure is, that things yeah. are actually in order so what are your thoughts there so no uh, i i think that is the uh, that unfortunately that is the case in some companies they are investing and in buying the softwares which manage micromanages people's time so it tells okay he has been logged in and he has been using the screen from this time to this time and also he has been visiting these sites and things like that i remember reading this quote somewhere uh, it went something like if if you cannot trust your employees then 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 why did you hire them the thing is you hired someone because you think their talent is worth paying so much money for your company but later you are now double guessing and doubting if you know why is this person why did i hire them and things like that i think that is the disconnect in some companies between the maybe lower standards of hiring and the higher expectation that the immediate managers have for their employees and and i think 
more people or so this is just me so if i i don't have much work i'm not going to be highly motivated to do much with my time for my office but if there is some good work and you are giving the employee opportunities to grow and to do what he is uh, wants to do i think you don't have to worry about micromanaging people i think you just need to give them good goals have regular sync ups and and i think you should give them the freedom to use their time how they need to and maybe if you see that you know it's not working out and then maybe you can there can be some additional meetings and things like that but i don't think that should be the normative approach can't agree more perfect so we've seen the these kind of different uh, work environments that are there and maybe some pros and cons now say someone is newly uh, wants to join working in a place or he's looking at a company do you think the type of work location or the remote working opportunities should play a role in the prospective employee's decision making how much weightage would you give to the the office amenities facilities and the work from home options that's a very very fantastic question okay let's make a thought experiment here say that i'm a fresh graduate i'm looking to join a very big organization if somebody is coming and telling me that all i have to do is still going to sit in the same place but i will be just being shipped home a laptop and then i will be connected to a big network of people somewhere sitting in some other side i will definitely feel that down right there should be an initial pulse there should be an initial direct bonding which should be built before doing this if you are somewhere in a position where you are going to start your career i would say it's better to be there physically with the team because meaningful connections will first happen by a direct physical contact only then after that maybe after 4 5 months of time then if you prefer working remote it's absolutely your personal decision and you can embrace but for starters i believe it would be highly highly uh, beneficial both emotionally as well as personally that if they start their career in physical places but of course regarding your specific question how much weightage should a person give so if an experienced person you know a thought experiment now let's take me as an experienced person who has close to like 5 years 6 years experience and what will be what should be my preference i should just take a look into my life and my surroundings and my lifestyle which i am leading i should make a decision weighing all the factors first we should keep our health first because we as an young professional are in this game for longer run shouldn't be just a sprint where we try to you know make the most out of thing get the most bang out and then try to exit it's not going to be like that so we have to plan everything with our health in mind so first put your health first see if you have any health problems then maybe i would say if you have having a consistent back pain or if you have some other things which is pulling you i would suggest you can work from home because you tend to take a break every 15 minutes you can go and have a quick stretching and then you can maybe rest your back on the mat then come back and resume that way you can even work for 10 hours that's completely fine but at the end of the day your health will be prioritized so this is a personal and subjective decision which individuals should be allowed to take organizations like you mentioned beautifully why should you hire someone when you don't believe them in first place so if you are a if you are a hire you should believe them you should trust your employees give them the power and give them the stakes and then give them the goals and then trust them to get it done somehow so take your personal goals and all your things into consideration put your health first and then make a decision of working remote or going to office so this would be my take 
and this is how i would weigh in our hypothetical thought experiment perfect i think it's the same thing i've i, I don't remember the exact company names but there are companies which are more predominantly remote but they still have uh, meetup events so maybe once a year they have an annual event where a lot of people come together and that gives them this space to you know collaborate and even for people who are remotely working i think if they are choosing to remotely work for a long time i think they should uh, put the extra effort to whenever possible have these team builds team activities and try to go and physically be part of that because that definitely adds an element and just to maybe elaborate on why you know people who are fresh graduates should try to work in a physical place see it is very easy to talk about networking and all like it's you know we we just like to network go and say hi and introduce ourselves but in reality most of us are not that extroverted and for people who are not so flamboyant and can just strike up conversations the thing is if you are physically with other people sometimes you are put into a situation where you have to speak and that's how uh, conversations and maybe long time friendships are born and so when we are physically put together that gives a lot more opportunity for things like that to happen so you've been waiting to play table tennis you're waiting in that queue and and you see another guy you strike up a conversation somehow or the ball falls and you pick it up or you know there's someone new comes asks where's the printer and then it's a hi it's a smile and then later you meet them somewhere else so all of these things are very very hard if at all possible to uh, expect if you're completely virtually only connecting and meeting so yeah that that is just one thing just to add up top to that now let's talk about uh, workstation and your work desk i think it delivers more value and uh, adds more to your productivity than maybe even some of the discussions we had so having a clear workspace and having things that you need next to you i think that is very very important so one thing that uh, i always try to have is the monitor at the eye level so the top of the monitor at your eye level having a having a clean desk so unless you really absolutely need it remote if there's a paper you think you're going to need it no unless you need it take it out keep it in your drawer you know and keep things organized maybe do you have anything to add to that how to keep a well organized desk absolutely koshik i think you you laid out the ergonomics aspect aside from having a proper monitor and adjusting the eye height so of course you should have a proper chair so it shouldn't be like you working like uh, cross folded or just trying to lay down on your bed and try to get things done that's a strict no no here and i would say that uh, maybe just to add few more few more interesting aspects i just read a beautiful article from eric weinman so he is a very good employee from atlassian organization so he he sort of a uh, revealed as typical work desk so like you mentioned keep things minimal if a paper is not going to be used you can remove it but you could also have something which you value the most at the end of the day every person will have a purpose in life so for instance he had his family family photo in his desk right at the start so if he is getting frustrated and if he is having long day at work and if he feels like ah something is to be done he tends to look at that and he understands that so at the end of the day i am here for them and then he continues to march forward making his better progress that gives you the psychological push as well you know your work desk should be personal to you it should be like, it should be the place where you like coming to like whenever you are feeling low as well so it's it's the, it's almost going to be like 8 to 10 hours per day which you are going to be in the same place so that space should be special and it should 
it should be the most loving space for you at least in your house setting these are my thoughts there my next question is actually tied in with that so how does one keep themselves motivated while working remotely because one thing is that when you are uh, work co-working since you are physically meeting people and you're all you know wearing maybe business casuals and you're all sitting to do work you're not here to just chill around it's not your uh, home so but it there is because of this blurring of the lines between work and home how does one keep themselves motivated or uh, inspired to do their work properly one thing that uh, at least uh, one thing that comes to my mind is to have a separation from your work and your play area maybe even in your same room try to make sure make indicators you know that okay this is, i'm going to work now maybe you need to close up something put up a curtain uh tell others in your uh in your house clearly that this time is for me to work especially if you're attending meetings make it very clear that you do not want to be disturbed things like that absolutely goshik i think i'm going to come in a different perspective from here so whenever i wanted to give some tips to people to stay motivated so this may sound like a complete uh coming out of party for me because uh, i would say don't be too hard on yourself remote workers it's okay sometimes what i generally tend to hear from a lot of my colleagues who are working remotely right they used to say that i'm getting distracted a lot man i get a whatsapp message and then i quickly check it out and if my kids are just running here and there left and right and it's very hard to focus and i'm not able to churn out time it's fine you can just cut some slack distractions are meant to happen when you work in the settings you can't be just like a just like a totalitarian say that hey i'm in my work mode nothing can stop me now that's it this 8 hours nobody can disturb me it's fine if something happens organizations will be flexible enough to understand that you are working from home you are still doing your best but don't you can cut some slack i would say so don't be too hard on yourself just have fun in the process this particular thing is the new norm going forward we have to slowly adapt so stay positive stay encouraged and then let the flow go on if it gets interrupted it's okay to rest for some time and come back with the bang <laughs> yeah actually now that you pointed out i think that is uh, that is very true because i've seen the same thing and you notice like you know sometimes like people have pretty bad network quality and breaking voices during calls and also it might seem frustrating in the beginning but there are also these op- times when i was on a call with another person and he was giving kt from onshore and <laughs> and in between his uh, his son was calling to him papa papa and <laughs> telling him something and, and my friend my colleague was like uh, hold on guys uh, and and he put himself on mute and then had to take care of things so so those kind of uh, small incidents which are actually makes us realize that we are all humans and we are not just uh, some uh, monolithic workers who are here to just serve a big corporation so yeah we definitely need that too and so i think my advice would be to people who are in the calls and receiving end of these things just remember that if things break up in your meetings and things are not professional remember that they are also humans just like you maybe you're just doing a better job of covering it up well said you sum it up pretty well coach great <laughs> perfect so i think the the last question that i want to talk about and maybe bring this to a close you've discussed this with me a little bit before so the future of remote work and the enablement that virtual reality and artificial reality is bringing so vr and ar is the future so just just to think about how we are having these these zoom calls and just discussing sharing screen showing what we're doing and able to collaborate at such a 
like a tangible level which before you would some need someone to physically come over and do some of these things now it has uh, just this video call platform has made things jump leap and bounce but but the future is is on its way so what do you think how is are you optimistic about the future and how do you think things are going to change for remote work absolutely this is a field where definitely ai is going to make it presence to be honest right almost all, every company is betting big on ai and vr facebook apple they are almost going on head to head on the race of who is actually going to bring remote meetings via ar and vr i think facebook almost teased it man so basically they sent out a video just posting like a 30 second clip where you can have a virtual conference with your colleague slowly get your meetings done and then it would there will be almost like the small line which is there between reality and the cyberspace is going to vanish that's for sure applications of ar and vr i think they will continue to delve deeper and deeper into people's personal life as well i think the most interesting aspect which i find is there are there is a small hr startup what they are trying to do is they are trying to have a virtual bot that virtual bot they are trying to plan as a actual ar or vr entity who will be there always with you so whenever you feel like little bit is going wrong you can actually reach out reach to it for support and then it would take care of your needs and it will actually give you a reasonable solution in the organization maybe if you feel like if you are going to a depression or maybe you are feeling as if you are overworked it will let you know how many tasks you have done how many tickets you have finished if your jira stories and then it will organize your bucket and it will free it up because the the startup found from a study clearly that employees they generally tend not to over showcase their work lot of employees who quit they will suffer silently don't do that so these particular technologies will also act as alleviators to sort of overcome the handicap which people have obviously technologies will further disrupt the space where we are co-working and how we are trying to solve problems together and there will be more networking events which will be powered by ai so i see this happening more and more kaushik to give you an example right for example you are a react developer and if there are a lot of react developers in and around this co-working space near alandur you can quickly go there and have a chat with them and hang around with them discuss some techniques and record a video together so this sort of uh, networking based uh, co-working spaces so co-working spaces will automatically categorize itself so you understand who your audience is going to be so you can literally go there show up and form meaningful bonds all these things will be the trend going forward so future is very much exciting and i can't wait to experience it all together in 2 3 days maybe we will be recording this podcast in ar and vr <laughs> that's what i predict boom yeah. you heard it first <laughs> yep i think uh, i think there's a lot to be excited about in the uh, future so I, i i think in conclusion the our main maybe message or thought is that uh, whatever uh, kind of workspace or environment you are in there are perks unique to that so focus on that try to make the most out of it and uh, do your best and uh, don't strain yourself great message kaushik i think we pretty much covered everything which we had in our mind this was a wonderful session with you as always my friend This discussion makes me realize what an amazing era of history we get to live in. 
where there has been so much change and enablement for different means of working. I hope you enjoyed listening to this and learnt a few things like I did too. If you have any other topic suggestions or feedback, I would love to hear from you. Please do drop a direct message on Instagram or Twitter. Until next time, have a good one. Bye bye.